0: we give you thanks, Jesus, for the opportunity, Lord, that you gave us to praise you and to glorify you, Lord, and to meditate and to think about all the times, Lord, you've been there for us, Lord, and caused there to be peace when there was no peace, when there and caused us to have hope when there was no hope, Jesus, and victories upon victories, Jesus, we thank you for that, Lord, and we ask you, Jesus, for the tithes, the offerings, Lord, multiply them, Lord, for the vision, for all the things necessary, Lord, continue pushing your vision forward, Lord, Jesus, but also, too, Lord, we ask you now to help us, Lord, to put aside all the different things, that we have going on in our lives, Lord, the things that we're hoping for and needing and wanting or whatever it is that might be going on, Lord Jesus, that we may now focus totally and completely on you, Lord, and on your precious word that you've given to our brother Gabe to give to us, Jesus. We ask this in your name. We give you thanks, Jesus, for everything that you do. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless everyone, brothers and sisters. Y'all may be seated. Amen. <coughs>
1: God bless the group uh, this evening. On this last trip that I took,
0: I uh, started getting inspired with um, this title uh, that the Lord had given me. It was actually when I was leaving church and I was headed to the airport. Um, the Lord had uh, kind of given me Inspiration on the title of the broken family. Started kind of, what triggered it is, I was at the airport and I was getting in line, I was in line to get on, on the plane and uh, this uh, flight attendant was talking to this little boy and, uh, and his father and she was telling him Are you ready? Are you ready, Tommy? To get on the plane. Uh, You know, stay by us. Um, And the father uh, and wife were divorced, and of course, now uh, he was flying back home to Chicago to his mom. And I started thinking. I could see. I could see. You know, the pain in the father saying goodbye to his son. Um, not knowing how, how many times he visits or w- what what the plan is, but and a little bit of sadness in the boy, and and it kind of touched my heart and started making me think of uh, the difficulties that come with a broken family. And I started thinking um, that you see this in the world, and you you see in experience. Uh, this it, it's common in the world, um, but has it become common in the church? Is the question that I have. And so I started meditating and started thinking of what would consist of a broken family, what would consist of uh, a family starting to to deteriorate, starting to separate, um, and and what what. To do to be aware and to be prepared of the brokenness. You know, we've got young couples here. We've got young people here. We've got grown people that are here that have been on the brink of being broken as a family.
1: The Lord is speaking to what is true.
0: The Lord is speaking to what is real here in the church. There's been situations and circumstances, even in my life, where we were broken as a family. You got to just get real when you're in the church. Because the Lord can't fix what we fake. He can only fix what we feel. And I started thinking of what breaks up a family. What begins to separate a family? What are the things? And the Word of God speaks of these things. The Word of God starts to teach us these things. We don't have to go far to get the answer to God on what could cause division. As parents, we're sometimes not conscious of our children recognizing the struggles. Recognizing the problems that the parents can be going through. Recognizing the tension.
1: I know my kids know when mama and daddy aren't doing well. You see, some of us, we want
0: the perfect, established life. And we don't ever think that troubles are going to come in our marriages. I don't care how close you are to God, there will still be troubles that will come. It's how close you are to God that allows you to get through the troubles. You ain't hearing me, you see, because you think you're so perfect that these problems ain't, you ain't going to encounter, but you're going to encounter them.
1: The Word of God talks about them. We're
0: scared to talk about them sometimes. We're scared to stand up and ask for prayer to reveal some of them.
1: And I'm smiling because I like what
0: Pastor said on Sunday. It doesn't even matter if the audience is excited the word of God's going to be preached. It doesn't even matter if the amens and preach it hard is said, the word of God's going to be preached. I don't care who you are and if you proclaim to have a perfect family, that's a perfect lie. Because God perfects himself in imperfection. God, like Paul said, he comes in the weaknesses. But when you can recognize that you need him is when he shows up. The problem is when you look in the mirror and you don't see what he sees. You don't see the need that he sees.
1: Thank you, God, for the strong message
0: out of the chute. I pray, God, that you can use me as a vessel tonight to speak to those that are in need of healing and the brokenness being a part of a church and seeing my father's ministry for all these years. I've seen the devil come up and sneak up at times that we thought everything was okay. I've seen the devil destroy when we were not vigilant and and not knowing what to do.
1: I've seen families separate
0: because there was encouraged to ask for help, to reach out, and and receive spiritual therapy.
1: I've been in situations
0: where I wanted to hide things that I needed to, to expose in my life. I started thinking about the sadness
1: of kids that have no choice to the stubbornness of parents. What about the kids? They weren't asked to be brought into this world. Brother Gabe, the kids are still here. Don't preach this. Now, you need to hear this while they're here.
0: Because the word of God is speaking to our hearts. Because he loves us. He wants to encourage us to be stronger, to be closer to him. To seek out his wisdom. If you've got a problem, fix your problem. If you got a problem, put a spotlight on your problem tonight. Don't be looking at the problem of others in your family. Look at yourself first. I've shared this testimony before in God in my life and the struggles that my wife and I had when we first got married and how we butted heads and how we just butted and butted and butted and butted and butted butted heads. Oh, You don't know what it is. You don't know what I'm talking about, do you? You're too perfect. Look at these perfect people here tonight. And we butted heads. And nobody was right. Everybody was wrong. She's wrong. No, I'm right. No, you're wrong. Right, wrong, right. And nothing got fixed. Because I married a Latin woman. God bless all the brothers that are married to some kind of Latino here in the struggle
1: goes on. But where God started
0: working in my life, how God started helping me personally is when I stopped looking at her and I started looking at me. You see, because me needed a lot of work. Me needed to take the role and responsibility that God had asked me to take. Oh you ain't hearing me sisters cuz some of you are saying, "Yeah, he needs to do that." That's not what God's saying. Look at you. And look what God's called you to do. And men of God, we must look at the leadership that God has called us to be examples of
1: the faith. Some of us are cowards
0: that we'd rather just Let things go, let things pass, accept anything. Why am I gonna fight it? I know if I fight it, what's gonna happen? I know how she is, I know how he is. Why bother? I remember the famous words that broke my heart. I'm just gonna get used to it. I don't wanna get used to things, I want to improve, I wanna get better. I want to get better for my wife. I want to get better for my kids. I want to get better for my ministry. I want to get closer to God. Sometimes it's revealing what's holding us back. You have a problem. You have a struggle. You cry yourself
1: to sleep. You hate the way you are.
0: You hate that you can't humble yourself. Do you ever admit you're wrong? Oh, come on now. Oh, come on now. I'm looking now. I got my camera five on tonight. Do you ever say sorry?
1: Because if you don't, and you think you're always right, you're right about one thing, that God is not in your marriage. Because God is looking for humbleness. God is
0: looking for mercy. God is looking for forgiveness. God is looking for us to edify ourselves and our family. And I wrote down some things and some things you can add, and I'm going to ask you to engage. But I asked the question, what causes
1: a family to break up? God bless the kids tonight. The youth can stay here tonight. Kids are like, get them, Gabriel. Kids are like, attack. Sick them. Sick them. Sick
0: them. I feel something about this message, I feel some power behind this message. I feel if some of us were just real and and would speak truth on the struggles and the problems and the pains, that God could do something in our lives. I believe this.
1: So what causes a family to break up? I wrote down
0: some things. I think one of the major things is trust. And all the sisters say amen. Amen.
1: That's an important thing. It's what you build your marriage on. I think trust is something that you have to work on daily with your love. How to trust each other. How to honor each other in your trust. How to build
0: your trust. Sometimes how to rebuild your trust if you're missing trust in your marriage, or if you're lacking trust in your marriage, God's not there.
1: The devil's there. The devil's putting things. And I remember when the devil visited me, and I had to believe God more than the devil. Distance. If there's distance in your marriage or family,
0: there's danger because you're not allowing God to grow you together as one. Oh, it's not the way my family—they—they they survived, and 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 my dad wasn't very you know affectionate, or wasn't very close, and and they made it. You're living in a different society today than what your family was in. You have temptation all around you.
1: Distance. You put the distance there, you put the devil there. Communication.
0: Where God started helping me in my marriage is when I communicated not only my feelings, but my affections
1: and my needs. We
0: assume that we get married, and the waves change, and now we're in tune together. Oh, look, at there's the love station. There's my wife. We're both in, look at how it's in HD right now, in stereo. No. Famous words from my father. You don't know how to be a husband. You develop being a husband. You develop being a father. You develop your marriage. You're not perfect in these things, but we serve a perfect one that can work in our hearts and establish it.
1: Attention. You've
0: got to give attention to things and not just fall asleep and think that God will just fix it
1: when he's called you to fix it.
0: This is why families break up. Well, I'm not qualified to talk to my son or daughter about this or my wife about this. I'm not qualified. Really. Well, you're about to realize how qualified you are through the word of God. The attention that you give each other.
1: The attention that you invest in each other.
0: If I cannot communicate to the ones that I love, then what am I here for for them? If I cannot guide them or correct them or build them or inspire them, then what am I there for? The problem with society today is people aren't taking the responsibility that they have in raising a family. Oh, the school will take care of that. Oh, the church will take care of that. Oh, the church. Oh, oh, listen to the church. You got to go to church. Church is going to fix you. God has called you for responsibility to home issues, not the church. You thinking to fix
1: your kids, you can help with communicating.
0: You can help by being vigilant. I don't know who I'm speaking today through the the radio, through whoever's here. But if something, if we're lackadaisical about something, the devil's gonna visit and he's gonna put a wedge in your family.
1: Some of you, he's already there. We rebuke him in the name of Jesus. I don't care who you think you are and how perfect you are. If somebody's here with a the perfect, there's nothing perfect here, only God. All it takes is one little moment of jealousy. Ooh,
0: jealousy. Am I talking to somebody tonight? Do we got a jealous spirit here tonight? Do we get somebody that just gets jealous?
1: That ain't of God. Is you're taking away the first thing we talked about. If you're jealous, then love more. If you're jealous, then close the distance. Oh, but some of us are
0: just—I'm just jealous. I'm just jealous for the game. I just get jealous. Well, you jealous because you don't know how to love. That's why you're jealous. Well, you just don't understand why I'm jealous. I have a reason to be, then fix it by closing the distance, by paying attention.
1: Because the devil's a liar. And what God brought together in Genesis. There's nothing here on earth that can separate it except for you. You give room to the devil devil's going to be
0: have dominion over you of course we can't forget love love's where it started all that's where it started in the family love you remember the love do you remember that day do you remember how she looked do you remember how he looked do you remember that feeling that spark or is it dead I get a lot of you I look at my wife sometimes, and, man, I'm like, I'm a lucky guy. Man, I'm a lucky guy. Suerte. Shrek. Shrek meets the princess. I'm talking about the princess before she became.
1: He he better clap up there. He's still looking. Do you remember it? Do you talk about it?
0: Are you too busy? Oh, we don't need that. We're, we're just a married couple. It's just mm-hmm.
1: <laughs>
0: Jesus. It's about Jesus and our relationship.
1: The problem is that you deceive yourself.
0: Je- Jesus created love. He created the man and woman. And he used terms and sayings that you're missing.
1: That all the things I'm describing, he called against in the marriage. And in the family.
0: So we got. Let's have a recap. We got trust, distance, communication, attention, love, and the big one—the one that you might have not had growing up. All these you might have not have had growing up, but this one right here—building character in your family. I'm proud of you.
1: You're doing great. I love you. You can do anything you want to. And that's just my wife telling me. Sometimes we fail to do that to each other. I heard a saying a long time ago. A man needs the confidence of his wife. And a woman needs the security of her husband. Those two things, if they don't happen,
0: marriage starts to deteriorate. If a man feels that his wife is lacking confidence in his decision-making,
1: if a woman feels that she's not secure this is where the devil visits
0: and I ask God for to open up an area to where we can see him in this we can experience him in this and we've been blessed in our baptism classes because we've taken it back to Genesis we're going to read the whole Bible before they're baptized just kidding read a lot of it, though. If we go to Genesis 1.26, I'm glad when Lord, the Lord revealed this to me. He revealed something to me through the word. I like to be revealed things from Jesus. I like when he speaks to me still. Genesis 1.26 says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish, over the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. I like that. Every creeping thing that creepeth. I can see Moses
1: dropping it there.
0: Upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female.
1: He created them,
0: he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it. Now, brothers and sisters, when God tells you something, that he's, he's given you authority over something. You see, some of y'all, and I've mentioned this before, you don't like your job because you don't have authority. Maybe you're not ready for authority, because you should like your job before you have authority do your job to the best that you can. But God gave you authority. Where did he give me authority, Gabe? Because I missed it already. You see, this is the problem with we don't hear God when he says something. And if we read that again, let's read it again. Verse
1: 28.
0: And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth. And, what does it say? You don't want to talk back to me? That's fine. Devil's got your tongue? That's fine. You ain't feeling it tonight? That's fine. Subdue it. That means control it. You see, we won't control things
1: because we're out of control. And it happens in the family at times. But we don't understand that God gave us dominion. You see, we don't want to hear dominion
0: because that means we should keep it in check. Who am I talking to tonight? Who's struggling with this tonight? You see, when God says he gave you power to subdue it, what's here on earth,
1: that includes your family. These problems come and we get overwhelmed and we forget about the authority God gave us to control it. Subdue
0: it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth, including my children and my wife. You see, we've fallen asleep to what our responsibility is, man and woman. I ain't talking about no, see, I just gave an example, but a you know a woman can say you know to have control and dominion over situations that the devil
1: wants to get involved with. Subdue it. You see, you got this authority. God gave it to you. That's what He spoke. In chapter 1,
0: in the creation of everything, he gave you authority to control everything. And I talked about this in the baptism class. He didn't give it to you before everything was created. He gave it to you after everything was created. You see, because it's not that you're going to be ahead of something and figure it out. you got to realize that even if it comes at you, you can control it. Oh, see, you missed that. Some of y'all missed that. See, some of y'all didn't get that. See, you could see a storm coming, and you're like, control. Or you can be in the storm, and you can say, control.
1: Our God is awesome. He's powerful in
0: how he creates things. And he created you and me. And we read here. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed, which is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree, and that which is the fruit of a tree yielding seed to you, it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to every thing that creepeth, again, upon the earth. Where is their life? I have given every green herb for meat, and it was so.
1: So we hear the word of God telling us to control it, and yet we feel we can't control it. Some of us are here and barely controlling a checkbook, right, controlling our budgets. More or less, how can we control our marriage? Because we've forgotten the authority that God has given us. And
0: control first what he brought together. I don't know who I'm speaking to. There could be some people that aren't even married yet that need to hear
1: what God has given you. And then we read
0: something, and this is what God revealed to me. We read something here in Genesis 2. If we turn to Genesis 2.23. 2.23. And the people of God say... Oh, come on. And the people of God say? And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. What a beautiful name, huh? What a
1: beautiful name.
0: You know why it's so beautiful? Listen what it says here.
1: Because she was taken out of a man. So precious was our God that he saw man alone and saw that he shouldn't be alone. He removes the rib of Adam and uses it to create Eve,
0: his wife. And we read here, this is where it gets good here because I liked it because I was like, man, you know, God, how do, I, how do I just handle my marriage better? How do, I, how do I take care of things? What am I missing here, God? What am I missing here, God? You've given me wisdom. You've given me the word of God to understand more. And, and, I, and I see that the, that the world ain't teaching me how to love my wife.
1: And sometimes the church ain't teaching me how to love my wife. Uh-oh. Sometimes I ain't just listening
0: on what God's telling me to do and how he's guiding me through the Holy Spirit. So we read here, therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother. Oh, man, that's the first one right there. It's the couples that get married and they got that parent anxiety. See, God's saying this is why you got to leave. You got some parents here saying, oh, yeah, Brother Gabe, it's okay. They're, you know, they can visit me every night and eat from my, ki- eat from my uh, refrigerator and all these things. It's nice. It's nice. Don't stop what God's trying to do. He's trying to establish something. And what a beautiful thing with a young marriage and the love they have when they're young and the independence and, and just walking around, you know, barefooted in your house.
1: I'll just leave it at that.
0: But it says here, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother. What I always found amazing, and there's a great mystery here, is that you know, Adam didn't have no father or mother. Eve didn't have no father or mother. And God's already describing what's going to happen. Man, that's, I, come on.
1: You want a nugget?
0: God's already like saying, look. Because people are going to be questioning the creation of man. And when I brought man and woman together, I got to go deeper When it's going to, what's going to happen in the future here. And this is why they got to leave their father and mother. But that's not the part I'm telling you to catch here because that's just one. And then it says here, and shall cleave unto his wife. Now listen to this. Husband and wife here, listen to this because you don't want to hear it because the devil doesn't want you to hear it, but you got to listen to this jealous one. Struggling with the trust issues, attention issues. So God tells Adam to cleave to his wife.
1: Do you know what cleave means? Anybody? Anybody? Sticking to something like glow. I like that.
0: You know what? Some of us are struggling with that in our marriages. Oh, that's too much. Oh, that's too much. There's too much distance here. And when there's distance, there's the devil. When there's a gap, he'll make his room. I, I, I'm, I'm going on 40, 30, I'm going on 20 years marriage. I just don't know how to fix that. Don't go through something where you have to figure out how to fix it. You pray to God to give it to you. Oh, you ain't hearing me. Some of y'all, some of y'all thinking that, you know, oh man, we're, you know, we're going on our 50, we're going on our 25. We got it figured out already. Oh, you think you got it figured
1: out until you don't have it figured out? What is it to cleave? To not create a gap. A Gap of doubt. Gap that love can't connect. I'll tell you one thing: the atmosphere in my house is different when they see mom and dad loving on each other, holding each other, chasing each other around, poking each other. I ain't embarrassed to talk about this stuff. Cause the devils need to. Sh- the devils. Needs to be shaken out of some of us. And this is why families are breaking up. I didn't have to see it in my dad to do it, I didn't have to see it in my mom to want it. God made me see it through the Word of God to cleave, to hold on like glue to love, to give, security.
0: I just wish we had some real people here tonight. I wish we had some people that have experienced the opposite of these things that could just say, and shall cleave unto his wife. And since cleave is like glue, the next part says what? and they shall be one.
1: Amen. Broken family.
0: Thinking about Adam and Eve and, and the struggles that they had early on. I heard God talk about this and First thing that happens is there's separation there between Adam and Eve, and the devil comes in.
1: Adam fell asleep. He was still in, what is it, medicated from the rib pullout, taking a nap. We fall into this sometimes, brothers. We don't take our job seriously sometimes. We don't attack it. We don't see a problem, and just address it. While asleep. I hope the Sunday school classes taught
0: them how to deal with that.
1: I'll, you know, I'll, I'll give you a podcast that you can watch. Or we speak to it. I only got one shot. And then life will want to take over. A broken family, are we building character? Or wanting Bill Cosby to do it on the TV show, Cosby's. Proverbs 3, 6. When we start bringing a family back together,
0: if your family's separated... If you're struggling right now and this word's annoying you because it could, you think it's too late, it's never too late to be an example or to bring your family back together. No, it, it is, Gabriel. You don't understand. No, you don't understand who God is. Understand what God can do
1: once you start paying attention.
0: And I like right here what Proverbs says. If we put up Proverbs up there. In all thy ways acknowledge him. And he shall direct your paths. Now, brothers and sisters, in all your ways, are you acknowledging him? Doubt it.
1: That's, that's work. brother. I don't know how you can say that.
0: I'm telling you, in all your ways... We all fell in that because we don't in all our ways acknowledge him. And that's why our path gets off track sometimes. Merciful God.
1: Merciful God.
0: I just wish we had some real people here tonight. There's some people here that are like, oh, no, Brother Gabe. I acknowledge him in everything
1: and everything I acknowledge him.
0: You get off track. He's merciful. The more we understand how important it is to acknowledge him in decisions.
1: There's families that struggle because of decision making. They didn't acknowledge him in all their ways. And then the big surprise happens. Mom, Dad, I got to tell you this. Honey, I got to tell you this. Or surprise, you find this out.
0: Am I talking to anybody tonight? When you don't acknowledge him in everything, then you didn't acknowledge Genesis 1, 26, or Genesis 2,
1: 25.
0: We're missing, we're missing the obvious. For a family to stay together, it's not only praying together.
1: That's a good start. But it's
0: those, it's those that watch that God is called to guide, being vigilant and not falling asleep. Oh, he'll figure it out. I know. I know he's doing this now, but, you know, he'll figure it out. He's got to figure these things out. got to figure it out.
1: He'll figure it out. Are you building
0: character? Are you having conversations? Or is it just a friendship? I'm not my son's best friend. How can I be? I just got onto him this morning.
1: He doesn't know how much I love him. It's hard for me to do that. He's such a fra- fragile fla- flower. Now he takes it on the chin. But as a father, I live on this one understanding: that if I stay on him, whoever he's going to marry, somebody stayed on her. Oh, you ain't hearing me, parents. My faith is if I stay on him
0: to honor God, that his heart's desires are gonna be met by whoever he picks. Somebody stayed on her.
1: Are oh, you ain't hearing me, family, because you'd be rejoicing. Some of y'all lack this faith and understanding, and we're struggling to acknowledge him. The church
0: church is dying, like Pastor talked about. We're selling out to what is true, to what is real. John 14, 26. I don't know what to do,
1: Brother Gabe. I'm in too deep. I think we're going to have to take some time and separate. Eh. Because you fail to know the word of God. Well, brother Gabe, this is all we can do is separate. This is where you
0: cleave. Oh, you don't know, brother Gabe. Oh, you don't know. You don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you have no idea how much I know. (gasps) Oh, laughing at these. Spirits here tonight that don't think I know You cleave
1: and the devil will depart.
0: Brother Gabe, I don't know what to do. I'm asking God for wisdom. But we failed to read John 14, 26. As it says, but the comforter which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. You see, you got to turn on
1: what's in you already.
0: It ain't in me, I don't feel it. I don't feel that. It's in you
1: promise from God.
0: Sometimes we don't use it. Sometimes we don't say, God, guide me right now with your spirit. God, I, I got anger in my heart. God, I got, I got all these things that I shouldn't have, God, and I'm asking the Holy Spirit just to, just to call me, Jesus. I need you right now more than ever, Jesus, to guide me, Father.
1: You see your comforter. It's what calms the storm.
0: Oh, oh, that storm that comes in a marriage when doubt starts to happen or questioning starts to happen. Oh, I don't like to be questioned. Oh, I don't like to
1: be questioned on things. Oh, you shouldn't be questioning me. See, the devil wants to come in and put separation. And this is why young marriages aren't making it. Because we live in a day and age where endurance isn't like it used to be. Can you fight? You know how to fight for it. God told me one day, can you fight for it? You know how to fight for it. Can you fix yourself?
0: It's you that's the problem. It's not the person that did it. It's you that's the problem. What do you mean it's me?
1: Huh? You didn't cleave to her. You see,
0: I think it's important for God to guide you through his spirit because he will show you things and explain things in your life that no one can. He won't justify your actions. Oh, it's just the way I am. It's just what I was raised as, how I was raised as, then change it and pass on a blessing to your family. Oh, it's just what I know. It's how it was. Well, I didn't have the privilege of this. Oh, man, I can hear the devil already in your mind. Lying devil. I never saw this. Perfect. Then make it the way
1: you want it. Even better.
0: I don't know who I'm talking to tonight. But get real with yourself in some of these comments. That the devil comes and, and does the feeling sorry for yourself party. I didn't see this. I didn't have this. Better. And read the word of God and see what love is see the definition that it gives you and search the scriptures because they speak of Jesus more than that they speak of your purpose
1: turn to Ephesians four 26. uh-oh warning
0: warning verse warning verse I don't know who this is going to bother but it Bothered me when I heard it the first time, and I was trying to do it, and I couldn't do it, and it just uh, be ye angry and sin not, let not the sun go down upon your wrath.
1: <laughs> oh man, it's tough, isn't it, brothers and sisters?
0: Verse twenty-seven. Neither give place to the devil. Look at that! Look at that! I mean, come on, come on! I mean, you—this is be real here. How many of y'all? <laughs> I'ma sleep in the other room. I'ma sleep on the couch.
1: I can't put up with this. Oh, perfect church here. Remember the first time? I
0: want to hear a funny story, brother Robo. I'm gonna put myself out there. You got to learn how to do that, brother. You got to learn how to do that. In Mexico, there's a lot of pride, but here in the U.S., there's got to be some humility. Listen to this. Our first argument, Jennifer and I, I go sleep on the couch, right? I'm mad. And I remember Brother Caesar telling me something. You pick the couch. She doesn't pick the
1: couch. You pick the couch. I go sleep on the couch. I'm angry. Curse street. I'm lying there in the couch and I'm just. Oh, Jesus help that devil. All of a sudden. Smack. Cockroach. Lads on my face. Oh, this ain't gonna work. Going back to bed
0: as I humbly walk in there and snuck underneath the covers. Daddy ain't playing with roaches tonight. Oh, you want to hear another good one, Sister Margie? Oh, post office, right? Everybody knows the post office. Oh, we're having a good, nice little discussion. Discussion. I get off, and I'm going to the post. All of a sudden, God dumbifies me.
1: What is our post
0: box? I'm sitting there. I do not want to go back outside and
1: ask that woman.
0: Because I used to not get
1: the mail. And there I go. What's our post box? 9.51. You know what, brothers and sisters? I knew exactly what I needed for myself. To understand. To endure, to appreciate, to love. Once I started recognizing what she needed. What she lacked. What she didn't have. I put sympathy in my heart. When she realized that God had called me for something. Got transformed. But I'll never forget that roach. 1 Peter 3, 7. 1 Peter
0: 3, 7. Likewise, ye husbands, dwell with them according to the knowledge giving honor unto thy wife, as unto the weaker vessel, as being heirs together in the grace of life.
1: Uh-oh. What does it say? Huh? It's right there.
0: You guys can say it. You're all scared to say it like it's not going to happen if you don't say it. What? No, no, no. What does the last thing say on that thing? Get it back up there, brother. That your prayers be not hindered. Wake up, church. Church. We're over here praying for things that we want, and yet we're not doing what the verse says there. We're asking for our children, and yet we're not doing what the verse says here. And it says that if you're not doing what this verse says here, that your prayers
1: can be hindered.
0: You don't want to hear that, do you? Because you have a different type of faith, don't you? You have a faith that just... Passes this verse. I got that strong faith. That stubborn faith. You got to listen to this. Some of y'all praying for some things. Some big things. Some mountain moving things. And you're forgetting the main thing.
1: That God's asking for here. Heirs together. Of the grace of life you know brothers some of us we like just to point out the weaker but it's not weak like you're thinking here it's precious like a flower
0: something you have to be vigilant and cherish and protect and wake up men of god wake up to do it Don't look
1: for a reason to be angry. Look for a reason to
0: work and to develop and to pray and to ask the Holy Ghost to guide your family and to guide your steps. Oh, we like to dabble into that weaker vessel. Oh, you're the weaker vessel.
1: And be the stronger one. If you want to say that, be the stronger vessel. The word of God talks about it, to be like Christ and his love for the church. We want to say weaker vessel, but we don't want to be like Christ and suffer. don't you guys go be mean to Jennifer with all these stories I'm telling you? all Daddy's got to eat tonight.
0: Ephesians 6.1. Ephesians 6.1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Now listen, children. The message is the broken family. We started with the mom and dad. We need to be better. Can I get an amen? As parents, we need to be better. Can I get an amen? Amen. But now we get into some of our causes and not being better. And now we have the rebelliousness that has entered into the family.
1: And this has been on even when I was young. And I hear that all the time. You were just like them. But there's something that happens when a child stops listening to their parent at any time in their life. The Word of God says here again, children,
0: obey your parents and the Lord for this is right. It doesn't say that they're always going to be right, but it says that this is right. This is what God's saying in this. One day you're going to have kids. One day you're going to have kids. And that same respect, and I remember it. I remember the first discussion that I had. I said, what am I going to do here? I remember how I treated my dad. I remember how I treated my mom. I remember calling my dad crying.
1: Because I remembered how I treated them. And how I was being treated now.
0: So there's got to be a new opportunity. There's got to be something new that I'm doing here. I've got to have a better communication. I've got to get in depth with things that are happening. We're going to talk about things that I didn't talk about with my dad. We had the pornography talk. I wish somebody would have had that with me as I sit here. And if he feels embarrassed, I was embarrassed.
1: Wish somebody would have had that with me. And then we've had void talks, depression talks, which I know I had with my dad. More than anything, children obey your parents. This is right, verse two.
0: Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise. You see, children, it's first started out by saying, obey your parents in the Lord. Pastors talked about this before. Mom, dad's telling you to do something that God's not telling you to do.
1: Holy Spirit, take over. Calm the hearts. I don't want to be disrespectful, but I want to obey you, God, in my heart. I know you're telling me something different. With promise.
0: What is that promise? Let's keep on reading verse 3. That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So many people afraid of dying. All it took was obeying. So many people afraid of not living. All it took was obeying. Verse 4. And ye fathers, provoke provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the the nurture and admonition of the Lord. How How many of us parents can do better at that? All the kids say amen.
1: And we can. And we should. And
0: this is something we can ask the Holy Spirit to guide us so we don't provoke them and push them over the edge to where they hate everything we stand for because sometimes we don't even stand for Christ.
1: Christ asked us to suffer pray and not to be afraid to speak. And if my advice to him is advice on life in his walk with Jesus then to speak with confidence, speak with authority, subdue it, I got to subdue it. As husband and wife, you got to subdue it. It's in you and the authority to subdue it. Control it. Oh man, we don't have so much confidence here. Is it out of control already? It's too far gone? Subdue it.
0: Verse 5 Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling and singleness of your heart as unto Christ. Brothers and sisters, we find ourselves here.
1: And God is pushing away pride. Pushing away things that make us feel like, you can't tell me anything. Who are you? Who are You, you can't tell me anything. You can't tell me anything. You can't tell me anything. We live in a society where we can't be told anything. and We just want to live. But this promise isn't given to us. And this is why we're not living. And we're struggling. And we're hurting. How many of you are hurting because you're not living? humble yourself humble yourself in these things Romans 12:17 Recompense to no man evil
0: for evil provide things honest in the sight of all man why is this part of the broken family Oh, you want to hear why it's part of a broken family? There's some people here that don't even speak to family members. because of something from a long time ago. You offended me when you did not bring my lawnmower back with gas in it.
1: There's families that don't speak to each other because of things. And even religious members that can't find themselves to
0: forgive and give an opportunity for God to work in their family. Because I want to hold on to something, because it
1: hurt. You should have been better in the 70s. That's why I haven't talked to you all these years. What kind of examples are, are we? How do we show the faith and forgiveness? And the promise of God for change. If we can't even forgive, we hurt.
0: Oh, you got to let, let it just slide away. And it could be boiling up some of you inside of you. Some of y'all thinking about somebody that you just ain't talking to. I don't want to talk to that person. Mm. Mm -mm. That person. mm
1: -mm. Mm. You got somebody like that? Mm. Yeah, maybe. Then God's far away from you.
0: He hung on a cross. And he said words that kill us. Ooh, you don't want to hear it, do you? You don't want to hear it, do you? Don't tell me these words, Gabriel. I don't want to hear these words because now I'm convicted in this. Father, forgive them. They don't know what they do. I think they knew
1: what they were doing. (laughs) But there's a truth to it. The world. Hurts world, and God comes and heals the hurt, and he saw the people that were hammering those nails in and the hurt that they were carrying, and we've got to experience Christ. This is the problem with the church. This is the problem with the family. This is the brokenness. Some of us, we speak this in tables that we eat. Uh Uh-oh. 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 No?
0: No? No dinner table with a little bit of this, a little bit of that about something that happened a long time ago or a little bit of awkwardness. It happens in our kids, in the walls, the walls. How about the walls? The walls are sponges.
1: <sniffs>
0: and that spirit
1: stays there. It comes out to feed and goes back. All because we can't show the mercy that God has shown us.
0: God help us. We keep on reading right here, verse 18. "If it be possible as much as lieth in you, leave peaceable with all men. God help it be possible. Sometimes it's not God, I get it, a lot of the times it's me, but man, if you can make it possible, please. Verse 19.
1: Dear beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather
0: give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, re- repay saith the Lord. Now listen, brothers and sisters, this is a beautiful verse. This is your insurance policy. This is the, you know, this is a promise from God. But some of us, we don't like to wait. Some of us want to handle it ourselves. This is the brokenness of the family. Some of us, we, we, we just got, you know, well, you ain't going to say that to my family. <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many mother hens do we have here? Or father roosters do we have here? Huh? Oh, you just ain't going to say that to my family. And the family's broken.
1: Instead of showing humility, that Jesus would want us to show to be calm and not speak. Not to speak death. Speak death to those that I love. You ain't listening to me. Some of you ain't owning it. You see, because when you do these things, you pass on something, a generational curse. That opens up. So why, you know,
0: we 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 used to talk a lot. We used to preach a lot about gossiping and murmuring. I remember, you know, growing up, that's what was a lot of that gossiping and murmuring. Don't, don't gossip and murmuring, and that, we, and that kind of died out. Did we sell out? Did we sell out in that? Maybe, maybe a little bit. Because I remember that a lot. It was a lot. It was in us. Don't do these things. Don't do these things. We get back to that where we're teaching our kids not to gossip when we hear them saying something about someone else to stop them. But we need to be careful not to do it. Can I get a hallelujah from someone up in here? Oh man, because some of us, we're storytellers, right? We could tell the story well. We got it all figured out. We got other people's lives figured out, but not our own. How do you like that one? How do you like that one? I can figure out your life. I can talk about your life. I can fix your life, but I can't fix my own. It don't work that way. It don't work that way. That's why it's got to put, be put on me. I got to focus on me. I don't need to talk about your faith. I got to pray for you. And I'm hoping you're praying for me. I don't got to be thinking why you miss church, why this, why that. I got to pray for you. I don't need to be going to all these links and finding out,
1: well, this is why they didn't come. And now I have my kids doing that. The Holy Ghost will police the church. I don't need little CIA agents in my house coming and telling me, well, this is why. The Holy Ghost will police the church. I just need to submit and be fearful that I'm doing
0: what's right and I'm obeying God and I'm representing God as best as I can. Because I know I'm going to make failures. I'm going to have failures. And if I'm prepared to judge someone else when I know. Did you just hear what I said that I know I'm going to make, I'm going to have failures, and I'm prepared to judge. Nah, I got to keep mine
1: in lockdown. Oh,
0: man, let's be real,
1: brothers and sisters.
0: Let's be real. Let's keep on reading here, amen? Was it verse 20 that we were on, brother? Therefore, even listen to this. If, oh, man, 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 look at who Paul's talking to the Romans. Man, you talk about man, Romans. Romans are the ones that p- 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 on Jesus. Look who he's telling this to. He's telling this to, to killers, the people that dominated, the people that went around the world and, and wanted to rule and kill. And he's telling them this. What does that verse say, brother? Therefore, if thy enemy hunger, feed him. What? We teach to kill them because we're the Romans. Feed him. If he thirsts, give him drink. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire. On the- oh, okay, wait a second. I'm a Roman. I like that. you telling me that I just got to do the opposite? And this is the effect? I've had people tell me I would have rather you hit me, punched me, And be nice to me after what I did. Are you ain't listening. You don't even know what that means right there. That's a powerful message right there. When somebody tells you, I would have rather you just
1: hit me and beaten me than forgiven me. Because what it did to me
0: is the word of God is true. And when it says here, Verse 21, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with what? And some of you say like you ain't doing it, Sister Andrea. With good. Be proud of it. Own it. Not unless there's not good in you and you're struggling. Proclaim it. Say it with authority. We got to start becoming a church with authority. The devil's got us, got our tongue. We think it's enough just to be here when that's not enough because the devil still shows up in the secret places. Wanting to destroy your family. Wanting to
1: take over. You're not courageous enough to be radical. God's looking for radical people.
0: I always remember a funny thing with little Lorenzo over here. I just started looking at him when I said radical. And little Lorenzo, when he was little, man, he was radical for Jesus. He would have these people come. And I remember hearing about this. I don't know if Lorenzo and Liz even heard about it. But, you know, he would have all these people driving go-karts and all this stuff. And as soon as the first cousin or whatever it was, whoever it was, cursed, he said, all right, we're stopping. We're not going to race anymore. We don't talk like that here.
1: I said, look at this guy, little Donald Trump in the making. That's good. you got authority.
0: You knew you had something you could control. And you're absolutely right. Around you, they can respect you, especially when they're in your territory, and
1: you can subdue it. I bet you some
0: of those people, they left, they're saying, what? The world, what's up with that kid? It's a big deal. This happens in school all the time. What was going to happen if they wanted to have a good time? We wanted to honor God. First Timothy 5:8. First Timothy
1: 5:8. The broken family.
0: But if any Provide not for his own, and specially for those of his own house. He hath denied the faith, and is worse than an infidel.
1: You see, for us to get back to a family being whole, gotta look, listen to this word here, and honor God in this.
0: Because when somebody's down and out and can't survive, this is an opportunity for you to show how they can survive with God. How can we reach people?
1: How could Jesus heal the leper, leprosy, without the touch? Without them seeing what to do it right? Without them seeing what's normal? I've never seen normal before until I've seen it in you. But our hearts sometimes, our hearts aren't ready for that yet. We still got Pharisee hearts. We still got judgmental hearts. And God's asking us to have his heart Compassionate heart. So we're not called infidel? That's a strong term. Unbeliever. James 4 1.
0: From where come wars and fighting among you, family? That would have been awesome if it would have said it like that, huh? They'd be like, oh, man, this is for our family. Let's read it real quick. It's saying it like that. From where come wars and fighting among you? Come they not hence even of your lust at war in your members?
1: You see, look to the passion, and you'll usually find Sometimes an unreasonable heart. You see, because your passion sometimes is blind and will cause you not to see what's real. You see, some of
0: us are very passionate and we're passionate for Jesus. And this passion has blinded us to what is Jesus. You see, Jesus wants to be, Jesus wants us to emulate him, to be like him, it says. And we've got to look to see what Jesus was like. You see, some people want to just pick moments of Jesus.
1: That with the sinner, gave the prostitute, the adulteress.
0: They don't want to look at moments that he was very vulnerable. Vulnerable felt alone when he was raising Lazarus and you're going to feel that at times and you're going to feel Jesus in moments that you feel alone because those that you've loved those that you've been with have doubted you that you can do what they've seen you do can you imagine that could you imagine
1: in Jesus wept.
0: so your, your passion is good Passion is an energy. If my kid has passion, fantastic. But it's got to be directed. And Our passions must be directed to Jesus. they will blind you. You'll be reckless with passion. Passion is a fuel, but it could also take you down a path, a longer path. It's not in the things of the Lord.
1: We keep reading. Ye lust and have not.
0: Ye kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. Ye fight and war, yet ye have not because ye ask not. Now, brothers and sisters, if we started this off with the family and why the wars and why the battles and all this stuff, it's because there's desire There's desire from the family. There's desiring first at the head of the family, the husband and wife, and then that desire branches off to the kids. And the word of God talks about here that we have these desires and not achieve anything. Want, don't get. And
1: why? Because we're not connecting. We read And we're missing the power of
0: our prayer being answered with that connection. Man, can you imagine how powerful if just my two kids right here were in accordance to what I'm saying, but they're different worlds. I don't know what's going through his mind. I don't know what's going through her mind. But we just read right now the power of the unity of the family. Because now she's not thinking about her. He's not thinking about him. We're all thinking of each other. <clears throat> and you see a lot of the times our first approach to things is selfishness. This is what I need. This is what I want.
1: This is what I deserve. That was never
0: Jesus. Jesus. And the moment we put on Jesus and I heard and I seen this transformation in my father and it was a transformation, it was a development process that he even told me that it took time for and taught me. The moment
1: that he was able to put on Jesus and not be, take a step back. Tremendous. Like I said,
0: my dad didn't show me the best when he was only strong. He showed me the best when he was weak and fell and
1: lifted himself up.
0: Some of some of us fathers, this is the way we want to see ourselves that Star Wars or I don't even know.
1: But I see this is an important, important role for us to share with our kids, is our heart and things that we failed in. Oh, they don't repeat them. Are you prepared to share those things?
0: Some of us will share them, like, you know, a little bit, right? Right? Some of y'all a little bit. Nah, you don't know my family. We share everything.
1: You don't share everything. You don't share everything. No, we do. We journal. (laughs) Well, praise the Lord for your family. Amen.
0: Matthew 1035. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father. Now, we read this, right? And a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. We read this, and and yet we don't understand that that the word of God in a family is going to cause division within a family. So we must be aware of this as a family. You see... The title of the message, right? The broken family. The broken family is only broken when it realizes that the word of God is breaking the family and shaping the family. You see, I can't give up asking God for wisdom. I can't give up saying, God, how can I do this this responsibility that you've given me to manage my home, to spiritually discern things, Father? Father? How can I do that oh wait you give me the comforter okay so God now that I have the comforter Jesus how can I I've given you authority okay God now that I have the comforter and authority Jesus he's like looking and saying really
1: I think you got the tools but sometimes it's not going to be harmonious in your household Sometimes it isn't Father Knows Best, the Brady Bunch, or Leave It to Beaver.
0: Sometimes you're alone, and you can't believe that after everything you did, that's how they responded, or they reacted, or they treated you. Jesus said that he didn't come to bring peace.
1: Who is my mother? Who are my brothers? Those that do the will of my father that's in heaven.
0: A broken family won't be broken when they realize that Jesus didn't come to bring peace. He came to shake the
1: waters and to purify the family. To purify the family.
0: We keep on reading verse 36. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. Broken family. Warning. Broken family. Warning. 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 How many of you have been hurt by your own household? Warning. Oh, how many of you have been told things and you can't even believe they said that or thought that or, or acted that way? Warning. Word of God says it. No surprise to you there. Oh, we've experienced
1: it. Oh, we've experienced it. Rob, lie, cheat from you. Hurt you where it really hurts.
0: But the Word of God talked about it. Next verse 37. He that loveth. Father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. The broken family is an emotional family.
1: Pastor talked about selling out
0: the faith. We start to put our heart in saying God would want me to accept these things and allow these things in my house, and there comes devil
1: when you have authority you can subdue it
0: but see we choose rather to not want to I gotta walk on eggshells here because I don't want to push away but the Holy Spirit doesn't have to push away they gotta see Jesus in you to desire Jesus in them you see, I, I, I like I the way my dad said it. He goes, I, I made a mistake because I was a coward and I pushed my, one of my children away when they weren't living right. And I just pushed them away instead of, and I seen his growth in me. Because he went through that pain and I'm holding my father as he's collapsing because he's losing either early stages of his heart And I'm holding him as he's telling somebody to get out of the
1: house. And then I hear him say, I shouldn't have done that. My mom remembers that. We got real problems. Let's be a real church. This is why we can speak to you. This is why we can speak to it. because our
0: faith that's been tried has allowed us to have victory. I don't want somebody to talk to me and give me advice that doesn't have experience. I want some advice that you say, "All right. You getting me. You got me. You're understanding me."
1: But I've got to learn how to endure But still speak. Endure. But still speak. Because his words will not return empty. Mine do. His don't. He is not worthy of me. A family that pushes God out.
0: When it's, they think it's convenient for them. I'm going to push God out right now. You know, God, you don't need to see this, God. I know what we need to do, but, you know, God, we're going to just, we're going to handle it this way. This is the way we've decided as a family. How do you like that one? Have you heard that one before? Anybody heard that? This is the way we're going to handle it as a family. As a family, we're going to handle it this way. Because this is just the right thing to do as a family.
1: <laughs> do it.
0: I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because that's what they do in the crazy homes. Because that's crazy talk. As a family, we decided to handle it this way. When you put God outside of it, that's where the devil comes in. And pretty soon, you're not a family.
1: Because you picked your
0: family over God. And that's why families get broken. If we could have some real people here tonight that were like that, that did
1: that. That could speak to that. When you put God first and above everything, and he
0: starts to work through you. You see, some of y'all like that because you're like, oh, if I put God first, then I can just be, I just got the hammer all the time. No, Jesus didn't have the hammer all the time. He had the hammer at the right time.
1: Oh, but some of you,
0: right? Some of you just carrying that hammer all the time. Oh, yeah, I speak to it, brother Gabe. Oh, yeah. you breaking your family
1: too. You got to learn and to be humble and to
0: examine things let things come out. Oh, I love it. Sometimes I'm sitting there with my kids, and they start getting stupid. I do too, but I like when they get stupid because they just show me what's there. I let them do it. And see, they don't know because see, some of y'all ain't as hip as I am. I'm over there, and I'm hearing, oh, that's funny, huh? I hear that. Oh, look at them talking about so-and-so, listening to that, watching that, doing that. I
1: have no idea. You ain't never going to be smarter than your daddy. Because Your daddy has Google. But I let it. Because then God shows me what's needed. And sometimes what I'm lacking. Paying attention. And they'll show you. Oh, my kid's so great. My
0: kid never, never my kid. Oh, I love some of you, brothers and sisters, that have gotten up and said, It was my kid. My kid was the one.
1: God gives us a second chance to bring it back together.
0: 1 Corinthians 13, 4. I love this. I love this. I love this. And and I I love this, but, but, but,
1: but. I love
0: this because, you know, this is, this is, you know, something that in marriage classes, you know, we talk about and, and you want to, you know, you want to talk about how, how love endures. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not. Charity vaunteth not itself. It is not puffed up. If there's love in your
1: family, if there, let me rephrase this. If there's love for God first in your family, Then love seeds itself in your family. And every spirit, every spirit that wants to come against the family to separate it, to destroy it,
0: you have Jesus advocating for you. Would you love God enough to open the door and allow Him to come in. Some of us, we tell God, not right now. I'm dealing with this right now. Right now, I don't need you here, God. I need to deal with this personally. Oh, you think I'm playing? I'm being totally serious. This is is the mindset of the world today, even the religious world today. When it's convenient, you can come in. When it's not convenient, I shut the door.
1: I'm knocking, Jesus says. Can you hear
0: me in the chaos? I'm knocking, Jesus says. Are you gonna let me in? Are you gonna let me renew, restore, reshape your family? It's not too late. Some of you think that it's too late because you got grandkids, great grandkids, and all these other kids. It's
1: never too late. Because when God touches your heart, the impact that now you have life to have is still there. I saw the greatest things in my father as he became a grandfather. Some of y'all don't want to hear this because you're you on the older side the greatest things I saw that my father taught me is when God has shown him things. And I need to accept those things and be better. And I've said this before, my father's ceiling becomes my floor. because I got to go somewhere else. That's what my father wants. That's what I want.
0: I want to establish through God a different level. And I want my son to establish through God a different level. But we're missing it, brothers and sisters. We're missing it because of the hurt. We're missing it because it's too much about us and we're not making it about our family. I'm going to invite everybody to come up here. And if you're struggling with anything that was preached on tonight, anything at all, if you're struggling with love, if you're struggling with obedience, submission, if you're struggling with anger, hate, I don't know what you're struggling with, but if you have a struggle, I want you to come with confidence on how you've been created I want you to come with confidence on how you've been created. I'm going to ask everybody to pass up here to the front as we pray together. I know this message was a little longer than what everyone expected, but there's something going on in the church where we're starting to lack in our faith and our love for our family and understand that just because you're at church doesn't mean you're not broken as a family. There's broken families at church. Lord Jesus, we come before you tonight, Father. We're asking you for the Holy Spirit, for the comforter to reside in our hearts, Lord. We're welcoming the comforter right now into our hearts, Jesus. For we know that the Holy Spirit is our guide, Father, It's our direction. It's what consoles us. It's what brings peace to us, Father. Some of us are are struggling, Jesus, right now. We're struggling with regrets, Father. We're struggling because we feel like this message was a little too late. It's too late, Brother Gabe. They're not in my household anymore. They're not at my home anymore. This message was too late, Brother Gabe. You see... Jesus, I want you through the Holy Spirit to ensure in their hearts what the Holy Spirit is, Father. I want you to instill how big you are, Jesus, that just because they're not in your house doesn't mean that your spirit can reach where they are. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, you have given us authority, Father. You have given us authority of things here on earth, Jesus, and we're asking that we start to subdue the anxieties, the struggles, the fears, the lack of trust, the distance, whatever it is, Father, that's separating us from our calling as as a family, Jesus. We're asking to bring the family back together, Jesus. The only way the family gets back together, Jesus, if we obey your commandments. Adam and Eve
1: stood there in front of you, Jesus and they
0: lacked obedience. But you were merciful, Lord, as you're merciful to us right now, That we lack obedience at times. Jesus, I'm asking right now, Lord, to bring your Holy Spirit, Lord, and just touch my brothers and sisters, Father. I'm asking right now that we have a confidence, Lord, that right now, Jesus, that we're just asking you, Father, into our hearts, Jesus. Your spirit into us, Jesus, to guide us, to develop us, to strengthen us, Lord Jesus. That we ask, Lord, that we ask that you come and push out whatever is not of your will, Jesus. Anything that's not of your will, Jesus. Anything evil, Jesus. If it's our lust, Jesus. If it's our desires, Jesus, that are above our families. I'm grateful, Lord, for the fear that you put in my heart, Lord Jesus. When I started thinking of my lust more than my family, Lord. And you told me, Lord. And you spoke to me with authority, Jesus. And you put fear in me, Jesus. That there would be consequences to my ignorance, Jesus. And you started to maintain and sustain me, Lord. All these years, Father, you've done this. And I believe your promises, Jesus. But I'm asking for the families that are here that feel broken. Some of us are here alone, Jesus. We're not even here with our families. But that doesn't mean that our, your spirit, Lord, that the comforter, isn't touching, isn't breaking and making a way, Jesus. But if we, Father, if we don't have the confidence, Lord, to put on you, how can we ever have the expectation that our family will see you? Let them see you in us, Jesus. We can be better, Father. We can be stronger, Lord. We can have more confidence. The devil wants to discourage us. He wants to kill his father and destroy us, but you, Lord, you—you're giving us life tonight, life, Jesus. Give us life and understanding, Lord. Bless my brothers and sisters tonight, Lord Jesus. With confidence, with understanding, with forgiveness, with mercy, Lord. Instill mercy in their hearts if they need it, Jesus. If they need right now redemption, Lord, give it to them, Father. The forgiveness that they need, Lord. The understanding that that the mistakes happen, Jesus. But we learn from these things and we get up and move. Help us to speak to things, Lord, distractions that are in our lives, things that, that we feel that are just that our dis- disturbances in our lives, Lord, that we speak them out of our lives, Jesus. Some of us are afraid, Lord. We're afraid that things aren't moving, and we think it's because of our faith, Lord. Things aren't moving, Lord Jesus, because when you move it, it's right. Some of us think that because of our sins, things aren't moving, Jesus. But you know what? Sin is consequence of sometimes not getting your response, Lord. But more than anything, Lord, you are working in us, Jesus. Before something can move that we're asking for, we need things to move out of us, Jesus. Help us, us, Jesus, for these things to move, Jesus. As we call upon you, Father, for strength, for wisdom, for action that we come here with confidence, Lord, that we come here with an energy, Lord, to to piece our family back together, Lord, to bring our family back together, Jesus. It's not too late, Jesus. For you, if we lack things, Lord, you give us the doors to open up new opportunities. And we ask this, Jesus, in your mighty and powerful name, send your comforter tonight, Lord. More than anything, Lord, send your comforter out to reach our family, to reach them wherever they're at, Lord. We're trusting in you, Lord, because we're asking you to reach us first, Lord. And we know that if you can save this house, our entire house will be saved. We're grateful to you, Lord, and your love for us. In your precious and holy name, in the name of Jesus, we ask this. Amen. Amen. God bless everyone tonight, brothers and sisters. Why don't we sing this song right here and ask the Lord to bless us. And we also want to pray for Ornan and Gabby. We're going to be traveling and driving. Let the Lord protect them. Amen. Oh, they got a lot of stuff to talk about now in their marriage on this road trip here. They're going to get to to the details. Where's Ornan at? Uh Uh-oh, Ornan. Praise the Lord, which which is a good thing, right? This is a good thing, the communication. We talked about communication, amen? Well, let's work our sister Gabby one more time here since we're not going to sing her. Te doy gloria, gloria. Come on, how many of us can sing that with authority tonight? We want to give him glory. Did he speak to you? I don't know if he did. He might have not have. Did he hurt you? He'll heal you.